Welcome back to another NFL Division Preview. This time we've got the AFC West. We're uh, ready to cover the Broncos, the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Raiders. So let's start off with the 2015 Super Bowl champs, the Denver Broncos, who last year went 9-7, and seven, which was a bit of a dip from 12-4 and 12-4 and and the two years before. I am down on the Broncos this year. I know they've had a great defense, but with Simeon and Paxton Lynch and the offensive line that's been hurting, I think that their offense is just not going to be able to score that many points like they were not able to do recently last year and stuff like that. J.D., how do the Broncos look this year? I think they're trash. <laughs> oh, yeah? I think they're trash. Intern Eric, why do you think so? Man, I don't know. It's just something about that offense. I think Trevor Simeon is just... It's just not intriguing. Um, it, it, in my opinion, it's like a waste of those those skill positions, which is sad, right? I mean, you, I love Emmanuel Sanders, but, man, Simeon can't throw the ball over to him. And, you know, if you're running Demarius Thomas on continuous, like, little hitch or little screen plays, it's, it's like, every time, that dude. sucks. Like, yeah. This is not fun to watch. Yeah, and it's really, they're the only two outside threats. Like, nobody that they've drafted or brought in has been able to take any heat off of Thomas or Sanders, which is why they're probably decent fantasy picks because they're both going to get a shitload of targets, um, but not great for them as a team, as a whole. And their offensive line, it could be a little better. It's about halfway. I I did say in the beginning a couple minutes ago that it was awful, and it's not. It's about middle-of-the-road NFL. Uh, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders were the only two people last year to have more than 50 targets. On the Denver Broncos. So no tight end, no running back got there. I mean, they both had over 130 targets, uh, and they only scored five TDs each, but those were the only two people uh, with any, you know, receiving prowess for the Broncos at all. Now, Simeon Paxton Lynch is not ready, and I'm so glad that the Cowboys did not <laughs> trade up to draft him. Trevor Simeon is the quarterback. He doesn't he doesn't have any place on a roster, right? Who? Trevor Simeon? Yeah. Or Paxton Lynch? Well, Trevor Simeon would be a good Tre- backup quarterback. I meant Trevor Simeon in a fantasy league. Oh, no, no, no. Not at all. Okay. Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, though. Demarius Thomas in, like, the late second, would you take him? I mean, where would you take Demarius Thomas? Third? Third round? Where is he going? I would say he's probably going, like, the... F- I would not take him in the second or third. He's going late third. Yeah, I would I say think. fourth. Even then, I'd still you know pass what? on him. I'd rather have Sanders. Sanders in the fifth. So the people yeah. going around Demarius Thomas, right now he's the 14th wide receiver, which is Doug Baldwin, Brandon Cooks, DeAndre Hopkins, Demarius Thomas, give Terrell, all of them Terrell Pryor, Alshon oh, Jeffrey. Terrell Pryor? What about Alshon Jeffrey? I would rather have Alshon Jeffrey. What about Keenan Allen? Rather have Keenan Allen. What about Allen Robinson? Blake Bortles oh, got benched. Oh, yeah, Henny. Those are Henny. pretty similar situations. Yeah. yeah. Crabtree. I'd rather have Demarius Thomas, I think, than Crabtree. Yeah, as your wide receiver one. Yeah. 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 Okay. And Emmanuel Sanders has been going about in the fifth or the sixth round, but you would take him as your wide receiver two. I think I think that you're right. I would have rather have Emmanuel Sanders in like the sixth round than Demarius Thomas Stronger. in the third or fourth Absolutely. round. Because like you said, when you watched the Broncos last year, it was like, oh, Demarius, run the same route. At least Emmanuel Sanders can get deep over the top. He's a little faster than Demarius. I want to say the numbers were Simeon was all about Emmanuel Sanders, more so than D. Thomas. Demarius just misses Peyton still. Yeah, he definitely does. Now, the running back situation, they got C.J. Anderson. Devontae Booker actually led the team in rushes last year, I'm sure. People remember picking him up. Uh, And now they have Jamal Charles. Is it too crowded of a backfield on an offense that doesn't seem like it's going to move the ball that much? I mean, do you have any interest in any of those running backs? 
I have interest in CJ because from the sound of it, and I wouldn't be surprised if Jamal Charles got cut. Really? Booker's hurt. So CJ kind of seems like the guy who he's going to have that role that everyone thought he was going to have maybe last year. I remember I took him, I took him pretty early last year. Uh, obviously disappointed. But for where he's going in drafts right now, I would like him more than any other Bronco in this offense. So over his last 12 games, including the playoffs, C.J. Anderson has 839 yards with nine total touchdowns. So if he gets... That's good. Yeah, yeah. and if Charles is hurt, um, I definitely could see C.J. having a better year than what people are expecting. Because they did draft that, what, 28-year-old tackle out of Utah, uh, Garrett Bowles. The guy that had the kid at the NFL draft and was lifting him up like Simba. That's Did you guys see that? Yeah, no. he was awesome. Um, it had been one of those things where he had been through a bunch of stuff in his life, and so he had, uh, you know, he really enjoyed it's like a Mormon mission type of thing, or what? You know, I'd have to read a little bit more about it. <laughs> but they brought him in. They brought in Ronald Leary from the Cowboys. Uh, so they definitely addressed the line a little bit, and I think like Watson from Oakland. Oh yeah, the right tackle. The right tackle. They kind of revamped the offensive line. It's going to be better than it was last year. Okay, so C.J. Anderson. Where is he going in drafts? He is the RB. It's like 21. He is RB 21. Wow. The 50th pick. He's going to go 22, but nice. I bet that'll drop once people figure out. They're saying Jamal Charles might be cut. Right. After their, this per, third preseason game is kind of make or break for him. Gosh, you don't like to hear that after somebody that just keeps getting hurt and hurt. Like, even if he makes the team, then he's not really a threat then to take CJ Anderson's spot, right? He's more of just a spell back then at that point. If CJ can catch passes, CJ can catch passes. Then, yeah, that's that's only up and up. I think it's a good pick. So CJ over Ty Montgomery. Yeah. Yes. CJ over Dalvin Cook. No. No. CJ over Carlos Hyde. Yes. Joe Mixon. I think I'll be I'll end up with CJ on a couple of my teams. I bet third or fourth. I'll take time. him over Joe Mixon. Uh, you won't handcuff him though. You're just gonna take him, write him out. What's Devontae Booker's deal? I actually don't he's know. He's on the pup. I don't know, but I don't even think he's he being on the drafted. Pup. He is on the pup. Yeah. So it's like, hey man, it's your job. It's your job to lose. Yeah. Does this does ourlads.com where we find our depth chart have this right? Is Steven Ridley still on their team? Is he just... Oh, he is. He's on their team. He, he, because th- they the, didn't the, force him to retire? No, because the Broncos just played the Niners. That's right. And in the third quarter, out comes Steven Ridley. And really? It's like, man, what a fall from grace, bro. Wow. Vir- yeah. Virgil Green's their tight end. There's nothing there. I don't think so. Are you... The Denver defense is obviously still draftable. They're going to be a top 10 defense, probably. I don't know. Are they top five? Top five. Are they top five? Do you I mean, worry... secondary is the best in the NFL. Yeah. And they have a good defensive line. Yeah. Shane Ray has been doing some things. And then, obviously, Derek Wolf and... Pico's a little... Vaughn. Done, but they got Vaughn still. Oop, they got Pico's Brandon Marshall. Done, yeah. We got Tlaib, TJ Ward still, and Chris Harris back there. So they're Peco? Defense. They have two Pecos? You think they're related? Yeah. Kyle and D'Amato. That's weird. Nice. Must be brothers. Denver's... Over under win total is nine. Eight and a half. What's the juice? It is under is minus one forty. And I was under on them last year. And Same. it's just I think I took them just to miss the playoffs. Because of tough division and how much do you really trust Trevor Simeon? That's kind of what it comes down to. That's, yeah. I'm going under. 
But if they improve their offensive line and they get a running game, I could see them winning 10 games just with the defense. If they can man have Trevor just manage games and then let their defense do the thing. Because like, when they were good with Peyton, Peyton wasn't a world beater no. last year. He was pretty pretty terrible. I think that one the one thing that's actually going to make the Broncos season is how good the Chargers are. Because they get to play the AFC East, the Broncos do. So they get, what, three wins right there? They have to play the NFC each, NFC East. A little bit harder, but they could get a couple wins there. But two games against the Chargers. If the Chargers come out a better-built team where their defense is actually playing pretty well because they've got a good defensive line, too, and a good offense, like I think those are those – are, then you've got Kansas City, San Diego, and Oakland all in the same division that you're playing. That's a tough division. Yeah, I would go under 8.5. But I think that's it. I'd go. I'm gonna go over. I think they get nine. But I think they get nine. I think they get nine. But in terms of fantasy, it's C.J. Anderson at the top of the heap, maybe Emmanuel Sanders, and then Demarius Thomas. Kind of late if you have to. He falls in your lap. Yeah, if if you have to, I think. Would you even feel if you got him in like the middle of the fourth round and you had to take him? You're still kind of like. It's one of those value picks where he's just staring you right in the face. You're waiting until there's five seconds left, and then you just go, ah! Yeah. <laughs> panic, panic, panic. Click. And then, oh, I don't feel great. And then you try to trade him, and nobody wants and him. no one wants, wants him. him. Then you just drop him. Okay. Dude, I've sent out Frank Gore to like seven different people already. It's like, dude, I don't think anyone wants Frank Gore. I can't imagine It's almost why. like that's why they were passing on him the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that they didn't want him later for one of their own picks? Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? All right. Broncos are done. Well, I wouldn't say they're done. Uh, 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 Cut that out. All right, let's move to the Kansas City Chiefs, the only team in the NFL that is coached by an animal. Andy Reid is nailed it. Uh, Andy Reid's in his fifth year. They've got Brad Childress as their offensive coordinator. I forgot about that. And he's in pedophile. And he's in his sixth year. Those bifocal glasses, those transitionals. Weirdo. Uh, Andy Reid or no? No, Brad Brad Childress. Childress. They look it's similar, but. Yeah, well, no, Andy Reid's oh, a the walrus. Yeah. My, the fav- my favorite is just anytime Andy Reid wears, like, a Hawaiian shirt because that's just it's just like a walrus on vacation. <laughs> Have you ever only seen a walrus two... go on vacation? No, because he's all business, usually. Dude, only two people wear Hawaiian shirts, gay people and big, fat, party animals. Yeah, big, fat, Andy party Reed's animals. Andy a big, fat, Man, party animal. He is. They won 12 games last year. They went on a streak in the middle of the season where they ran off, gosh, I forget what it was now, Eight wins in a row or something like that, I believe. Uh, they had a great year, finishing 12-4. and four. They made the playoffs. They drafted their quarterback of the future in Patrick Mahomes. They lost their franchise quarterback for a long time in Jamal Charles. Now they got Spencer Ware. How do the Chiefs look? I feel like when I look at their defense, they pay their defense a lot, actually. They lost Don Terry Poe, but he was getting older. Justin Houston's back. They got Benny Logan. They got D Ford on the outside. They still got Eric Berry and Marcus Peters in the secondary. Do we think that they could repeat with 12 games, or are they going to come, come down, bring it back and win 10 games? I would gladly say they're not going to repeat with 12, and probably not even 10. What's the, I mean, what's the over-under? Nine? The over-under for them is nine. The over is actually minus 130. Okay, that sounds... Ooh. Seems fair. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they get to play uh, the Jets, Buffalo, Washington, Philly. God, I wish the Bears got to play the Jets. Yeah, and the Bills. Uh, They also get to play Houston, which I think the Chiefs could win. Have we seen the best of Travis Kelsey, or did he get better this year? I mean, I think he could get better. I mean, 
How old is he? 25. Oh, yeah. He's in his prime. He's in his prime. The problem is I look at this Chiefs offense, and the line's okay. Uh, Fisher and Schwartz. Morse is their center. But I look at the wide receivers. They got Conley and Wilson on the outside. Then they got Tyreek Hill in the slot. Kelsey is their tight end. And Spencer Ware. So let's talk about the position players. Alex Smith, you're not drafting him, but he, there's no worry here that Patrick Mahomes is going to replace him at any point this year. Patrick's sitting the whole year, right? I'm going to agree with you. I think yeah, he does sit I the whole year. I think that's kind of the plan. They're Although, try, I think I they're trying to light a fire under Alex a little bit with all that talk in the beginning. But I think he, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now... Spencer Ware is a running back. He's the RB1. I think last year we kind of expected him to do kind of way more than he did. Well, he came out on fire. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but six weeks, he was one of the best running backs in the league. And then he just kind of fell off a cliff. Do you have the the splits? Um, So first six weeks, he had 18.3 touches per game, 5.18 yards per carry. Uh, Let's see. The rest of the way... 3.61 3.61 yards per carry. So it's the tale of two halves Their for him. Run blocking collapsed. I mean, but maybe part of it's him too. Maybe they're just, I don't know. And which Spencer Ware do you believe that we saw last year, the first half or the second half? Which one is the real Spencer Ware? I think second half. Yeah, I would lean second half. Uh, and I like, uh, I watched Kareem Hunt play Woo. once or twice at Toledo. And it's just one of those guys where you're watching him play. On like a Tuesday night, or like maybe it was this bowl game, you're just like, man, that guy should be in the NFL. Like, <laughs> guy's amped. He, this guy doesn't belong with the rest of these guys. Like he's running circles around everyone. Hunt's ADP is going up, by the way. Did you I see? Because people realize kind of what we're talking about, where it's like Spencer Spencer wears nothing special, right? Um, did you man. see the block that Kareem Hunt threw? on a Chiefs play, and he took out two defending yes, edge rushers. Yes, I did see that. And it's no. just been all over Twitter. He just dove, Dude, took he, out two, and the guy completes a pass for a first down. He sacrifices his body. Like, he's, like, in the air, Horizontal. takes out two people. It was sick. It's like a superhero, <laughs> dude. It was it was awesome. Uh, okay, Kareem Hunt, now that's interesting. Would you avoid Spencer Ware? Would you, is he a handcuff that you would hawk? Yeah. Kareem Hunt? I think Kareem Hunt will have standalone. I think I he'll agree. be playable. Really? The way Andy Reid uses his running backs. Um, he's a guy that I would target just on his own. And so that just pushes Spencer Ware way down your draft yeah, board. Yeah, and then you just sit, and like week two, week three, you just wait for that guy to send you a trade offer for him, the guy with Spencer Ware. And then you just go, hell no! <laughs> okay, so Kareem Hunt, somebody that you could pick up, you know, got a deep bench, pick him in the 10th, 11th round, and I just kind of sit on him. No. Is he going up in like the 8th or ninth? Yeah. I think he's going oh. or I, I could look... For Hunt, he's going overall 95th. So that is back end of the 8th, early ninth. Yeah, yeah. On a 12-team league. Interesting. I'd snatch him up there. Right about there? Yeah. And you're just avoiding Spencer Ware at that point. You're not taking him and then handcuffing him. You're no, just... you're just, yeah, staying low value. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you like Spencer Ware, I would say for sure get Kareem Hunt. I'm just looking to see where he went in our draft because I think he might have even gone earlier than that. Nope. All right. Now, things to know about the Chiefs. They did go 7-3 and three in one-score games last year. They were also plus 16 in turnover margin. They had tremendous fumble luck, recovering 15 fumbles, and they lost only nine. And so some of those things, yeah, and they only threw eight picks, and they, only, and they took away 18. So some of these numbers are luck, diving on fumbles. 
uh, winning one score games kind of is fluid throughout every year. Um, and so the Chiefs could do bring it back a little bit. I and mean, when they went twelve and four last year, they were two and two after week four, and then they went ten and two the rest of the Man, way. Look at that, just w, but w, you w, know, w. but then you look at some of these. Okay, they beat Jacksonville by five. They beat Denver in overtime. They beat Atlanta by one. So they got a lot of close games, and if those go the other way, all of a sudden you've got yourself, you know, an eight and eight team, and they don't make the playoffs, yeah. and that's that. Good home field. They have, I mean, the receiving options though. I don't like this at all. Chris Conley, Albert Wilson, Ty- Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. Is Tyree Kill the only one you would maybe take? I mean. It makes you want to take Travis Kelsey just that, because yeah, it's exactly. like, man, he's their number one option in the passing game. Remember when Travis Kelsey caught that touchdown pass and at the 20 just started celebrating? <laughs> he's so awesome. He he's just takes the ball in one bitch, hand dude. and just yeah. running 20 yards for a celebration. What a boss. He is a cocky son of a gun. <laughs> that is that is very Where's true. Where's he going for the tight ends? Second? Oh, he's going Second, third, right? third. Second or third? Second or third. So it's like Gronk, him, and Greg Olson? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, he's Cream, going. He's going thirty. Cream Hunt went sixth in our draft. Sixth Whoa, round. Sixth yeah. round. But they have they have some keepers. Like you got Jordan Howard in the thirteenth round, so you push that back to maybe like the seventh, seventh or eighth. Then still, that's high. Yeah, yeah, that is. He high. went a hundredth in ours, so yeah. that's got. I mean, okay, yeah. so he's moving up. Um, but that's somebody that wow, you could look at targeting. Uh, okay, so Travis Kelsey's going about thirty seventh, and Tyreek Hill is going about forty seventh. Uh, he's the second tight end going. That makes sense, Gronk. Kelsey, Olsen, and then Reed. If Reed can stay healthy, he practiced for the first time today, August 22nd, or the 23rd now. Any interest in Tyreek Hill? I know he's a gadget player that we had just talked about. Was his, with the touchdowns that he had at the end of last year when he was just firing off every single game, was that an anomaly? Are we not getting that ever again? Can he still put up eight touchdowns this year? I mean, if I had to take one or the other, I'd say that's a little bit unsustainable. Just for those big touchdown plays... People are going to be more aware, more keyed into him. I'm probably not going to have him on any teams just for where he's going. Because I just, for where he's going in drafts, I'd rather have something a little safer. Now, Travis Kelsey had 124 targets last year. Tyreek Hill had 90. Macklin had 80. Chris Conley had 72. Albert Wilson had 54. Is that pretty much kind of what we're expecting again this year? Tyreek Hill... It's not. I mean, it's just they'll hover a little bit below 100 targets, and Kelsey's going to be the one yeah. that's catching all of Alex Smith's passes. I almost feel like we're on pace for the year that Kelsey was supposed to have, like two years ago. Yeah. Right, where he was supposed to really break out. Um, but that it sounds like maybe this year will be the year where he really solidifies himself. I mean, I think one of these guys is going to have to step up on the outside. I would say Chris Conley if you got to take someone, but it's no one that you want to draft in a yeah, you're not, fantasy league. It's a short pass, kind of like quick option passing attack so i would be a little more built for tyreek hill as opposed to something more traditional i was just gonna say it does because 90 targets is not that many because it would seem to me sometimes last year would be like oh tyreek hill had one catch for 42 yards and a touchdown and it's like well thank god he got a touchdown to put him over double digit points that's really nice but if he can get over 100 targets does he end you know top 20 wide receiver how many no i don't think he doesn't because is he not going to return punts anymore he's returning punts but not kickoffs they got him off kickoff duty and he had three return touchdowns. One of them was a kickoff. Man, so. why wouldn't you have him return kickoffs? Because some people get laid out on a kickoff. On kickoffs, yeah. not as many. Yeah, you're right. Maybe punts. Like, dude, hey, you got to protect that knee. You want to get the ball in his hands. So, like, hey, how about the easiest way to get the ball in his hands is on a kickoff. That's true. Know. Spencer Andy w- Reid knows what he's doing. Not Spencer. Where uh, Allen Robinson or Tyreek Hill? That's Tyreek. a good question. Tyreek Hill. I'll take Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson with Henny. 
with anyone. Oh, yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> with Cap, dude. <laughs> yeah. With Cap. Tyreek Hill or Michael Crabtree? Crab Apple. Yeah, Give me those Crabtree. touchdowns, Crabtree. dude. Give me those red zone targets. Tyreek uh, Hill. Tyreek's so fun to watch. Tyreek like, Hill. You almost forget about how horrible of a person he is yeah he's not great he's gonna be good enough this year that they're just gonna keep writing articles like hey just so you know don't forget like he's bad he's, he's a terrible he's person he yeah. beat the shit out of his pregnant girlfriend it's not good tyreek or julian edelman Ooh, oh, i forgot about I'd julian tyreek. edelman tyreek yeah he's younger more touchdowns tyreek or well we're gonna talk about keenan allen because i want to know if he's back but cool uh we're done kansas city their defense any good it's okay. It's okay. But they play some good offenses, right? They play the Raiders. I feel like the Chargers are going to be able to put up some points. Kind of scares me. I'm leaning under for them. I, now that we've been talking about it, I'm I'm kind of leaning under. This has, this is showing nine and a half. You have nine. Uh, yes, this is sports book. Give me a sec. It is nine minus one thirty over. It's you, such a tight division that I could see them finishing fourth. Well, let's move on to the Chargers because the last two teams in this division, I think I have over wins actually. All right. The little L.A. Chargers. All right. The we Los are. Angeles Chargers. You know, in all these books that I have and all these bookmarks that I'm doing, I keep going to the S's, and they're not there anymore. I just land on San they Francisco. They're gone. And your team is sad, Eric. We'll have a chance to talk about them a little Why? bit later. But you guys are on the up and up. All right. The San Diego, sorry, the Los Angeles Super Chargers. They were 5-11 and last year, 4-12 and the year before that. You know, I thought they needed help on the line, and so they took a wide receiver with their first pick, the Mike Clemson or Mike Williams out of Clemson. Wasn't an offensive line draft. Dude. They did go with their next two picks with two guards, Dan Feeney out of Indiana, who's apparently in the preseason been like the best rookie uh, guard slash center. Oh, really? Yeah, PFF is rating him really high, and then Forrest Lamp uh, out of Western Kentucky. JD, I think I heard you just say that you are high on the Chargers this year. R.I.P. Forrest. Uh, did he go down? Yeah, that was... Oh, did I miss that? I mean, they just talk about how bad the Chargers' luck has been with injuries, and then they get Forrest Lamp before like before training camp and everything. People were saying he might be the best offensive lineman in the draft, and then he just is out for the season. The whole Oh, so it wasn't a preseason pup. It was season done. Wow. It wasn't in the preseason. It was in Uh-oh. training camp or Jesus. off-season workouts. Uh, yeah, I'm high on the Chargers. Man, you're getting a number one cornerback and a number one wide receiver, like, for missing basically the whole year. And oh, Jason both, Vera got hurt last year, huh? Jason Verrett, I thought. And he was playing out of his mind. He's always hurt. But when he plays, he's like a top five cornerback, in my opinion. And then when Keenan plays, obviously, he's one of the best possession receivers in the game. So, you know, it's boomer bust. They went bust last year, but... I got a little eighty to one ticket on them to win the Super Bowl. Eighty to one. Wow. Probably still up like that. Cash, yeah, because they're over under. Is, you know, just throw something out there, playoffs, and you have a little fun with it. Yeah, seven and a half. The over is minus one fifty five, and the under is plus one twenty five. They've got great receivers. They got Philip Rivers. I mean, they need Antonio Gates to just retire once he's got the touchdown record mark, so they can yeah. give the ball to Hunter Henry. That's your boy. My boy, Hunter Henry. Yeah, intern Man, Eric loves that. Way too long last year. So you year. have White Lightning. We got uh, White Thunder. White Thunder. We got what, white what's thunder. Hunter, dude? Man, it's the White Monsoon. It's probably White Fog. Melvin Gordon as a running back. Eh. He's going to get less touches, I think. Yeah. They can't They can't ride like it. They, they rode him last year. Like yeah. They're like, go. I don't think they can do that this year. 
because everyone got hurt last year. Yeah. So who's who's backing him up now? It's like Brandon Oliver, who's not that good. He can spell him a little on passing downs, but Andre got, Williams too, right? I think who. Are you talking about the Andre Williams I think you're talking about? Yes. He is the worst running back I've ever seen. Yeah, they got Brandon Oliver. They also got Kenyon Barner from San Francisco. But it's going to be Melvin Gordon. And last year he got 254 carries, and it was still under four yards an attempt. But he got 52 carries in the red zone. And then he got eight targets in the red zone from Phillip Rivers as well. I mean, he scored 10 rushing touchdowns, and he caught two receiving touchdowns. So there's 12 right there. He had a pretty good year, but he, his yards per attempt is not great. So you think that he'll get – I mean, I think that he'll get about the same amount of work, right? 250 carries. He got 57 targets, which equated to about 40 balls that he caught. No more Woodhead. No more Woodhead. Uh, no more Kenneth Farrow because who was his backup. So right. it's almost like why wouldn't he get even more carries? Why wouldn't he get almost 300? Because he's still only, what, 26? Yeah, if he's going as like the fifth running back, I think that's a pretty – reasonable spot for him to finish up like i don't think he's going to finish up as the first second or third running back unless he scores 18 touchdowns but just the workload that he's going to have on an offense that i think is going to be improved um i would take him before Lashawn mccoy i said that just he seems safer yeah okay because you don't think he's going to get hurt or because of the, the the team in general because i think Lashawn will miss a few games and the team in general, it's a much better situation. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a given that LeSean's yeah. going to miss a few games. It's a yeah. question of how many. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. I don't know. For a first-round pick. You need that volume. I need volume. You need, and you need like that a confidence. Safety. Yeah. Like, I don't like taking LeSean in a first round yeah. just because. I've done it before. It God, sucks. it looks like they're just unloading. I know when we talked about them in the first pot, I was kind of on the bills over. And now it's just like. It looks like they're tanking. We are pounding the under now. Like, and LaShawn might, like, jeez, trade him. What's, yep. What's, this, what's the purpose of having him on your team? Trade him to the Giants. Hova, I'm with you, though, with uh, Antonio Gates, Hunter Henry. I think um, I think it, as long as they're both on that roster, I don't know how you touch either of them. Like, how do you know who's going to play what? And it's like, okay, well, I know Hunter Henry's going to get more because he's younger. But then it's like, man, when you get to the red zone, we're trying to cash in on that tight end spot. They're just putting Gates in there. Yeah, when you're at the one-yard line and Antonio Gates, Antonio drag like, his fucking old ass off the bench. and like, <laughs> You're like, that's not Hunter Henry. Take him. It's like, man, the play clock's going down. You got 20 seconds. And Gates is, like, getting winded, like, getting to the huddle. And it's like, and then he just gets in muscles and scores a touchdown. You're like, man, how does Gates have – Three catches in this game for three yards and three touchdowns. He probably gives that football back to Hunter Henry. He's like, yo, put that in my locker room. <laughs> yeah, he makes him carry his pads to the, <laughs> yeah, the locker room. Yeah. He led the San Diego Chargers last year in red zone targets. Ugh. Antonio Gates. And he didn't even get Lord. the record, man. And yet, and yet Hunter Henry scored more touchdowns than Antonio Gates last year on 40 less targets. At some point, Philip Rivers needs, needs to be like, hey, we'll get you your record, and that's going to last until Gronk. Uh, Gronk's not that close. Gronk's at 68. Antonio Gates is at like 111. It's not oh, okay. 80-some. It's like oh, 111. Wow. Yeah, so but Gronk just stopped drinking beer. During the season. Watch out. During yeah. the season. He would not He would never cut it all out. Come Man, on. Man, it'd be so sick if Antonio Gates caught one, broke the record, and then just ran like right into the tunnel, and we just never saw him again. <laughs> How awesome would that be? I would trade for Hunter Henry, but un- until that happens, I don't think I can draft Hunter Henry. Right? How do you? Yeah, it's well, so hard. He, he's probably going, what, 15th tight end? Oh, oh, I, oh I, I think, think he's higher. higher. No, I think, I think he's, he's like that. the 10th or 11th one. Give me Austin Hooper over him. 
because you know I'm high on Austin. That's your nice little sleeper, though. That's the title. A lot of people don't. Yeah. What about could end up as fifth best tight end, fifth or sixth best tight end? Well, you saw. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the Falcons already. Yeah. But they are. Yeah, they're a team that's going to come back to the mean in terms of how much they throw to their tight end because they threw to their tight end like the least of any team last year yeah. and this year they're going to change that up especially because they got a good line hunter henry right now on this what we've got here is going about 112 he's the 11th tight yep. end zach Ertz is going ahead of him martellus bennett's going ahead of him kyle rudolph's going ahead of him i would probably take all three of those, those ahead of him. yeah but then behind him is jack doyle eric ebron jack doyle oj howard jason witten and then austin kobe fleener and then austin hooper and i would i would take you know he's kind of slotted about right, but I yeah. Austin Hooper is definitely somebody that's deep that on the chart. Out of that whole group, yeah, I'd probably take Austin Hooper. Um, and okay. you know that with Keenan Allen back, like that's literally probably 150 targets that well, are going to him. Let's talk about the wide receivers because they've got a bunch of them. They got Mike Williams, Travis Benjamin, Tyrell Williams is still on the team. I think. Yeah, he's still yeah. there. He's still and there. they've he's got number two. and they've got Keenan Allen. So do they still have Dontrell Inman too? Yep. I mean, so Tyrell Williams got 119 targets. Inman got 97. Gates got 93. Benjamin got 75. How many does Keenan Allen get, and who can you trust of the San Diego wide receivers? Keenan Allen will get as many as he can stay healthy to get. How many games will he play? 160 targets if he plays 16 games. Probably more. He could lead the league in targets if he stays healthy. But he obviously has never played 16 games. Yeah. He's probably. I think he's missed about half his games since he's been in the league. And they're brutal injuries it's like, too. Man, in game in this like first season, one. the last one was ACL. In his first season, he played fifteen. Then he played fourteen. Then he played eight. And then he played one. So oh. trending downward. <laughs> so we're talking. Only go up. We're talking here, about right? like pregame stretching. Yes. <laughs> Here's something pop. <laughs> Preseason game three. Philip. And he's like, Kenan, no. I like that you still do accents no matter what type of podcast we're doing. It's really <laughs> Is that good. An accent? just British. <laughs> Right, Philip, no. <laughs> right now, Keenan is going. He's only 25, man. Right now, Keenan is going as the wide receiver 17. I mean, that's a guy that could end with I'll take that. some crazy numbers. So you would take him third round if he's available? See, the third round is like one. It kind of depends on what you have. I would take him third round. Yeah. I would take him third round. Because I am confident in where I'll find some value later that I'll take a high upside guy like him in the third round. Yeah. Because you, you trust your draft stinks yeah, at I the end. When I can get Cam Meredith in the eighth or ninth, you know? Yeah. You really take you steady, to the top. Give me steady production. With the three of us have a draft on Sunday, and I can't wait to see us oh, fight it no, out. I can't <laughs> see. We're going to fight it out for some of these players. It's going to be good. I'm dra- I'm going to be drafting with JD, actually. Um, Has the, have you seen anyone other than Keenan Allen have the reverse high top fade? Just straight up bald <laughs> on top and just a high top fade on his chin. He's that's always insane. been that's he's always been fashion beard, forward. That's he's always been beard. that's he's a, been fashion yeah. forward for sure. But you uh, know what? You take him in the third and then you snatch Tyrell Williams later on. I was gonna say Tyrell's gonna Tyrell be sneaky. Looks, dude, Tyrell looks good. Yeah, he, he could be sneaky. Tyrell had a mic. I mean But did Mike just get hurt? Man, I, back I'm issues, pretty sure he's not gonna play. Let me back issues ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. Okay. They're saying like October, but like you were talking about, it's like, man, you got some holes to fill. It's like, especially on like the defense, they have great players on their defense. They also have some holes to fill. What are you doing, spending the seventh seventh pick on Mike Williams? It doesn't make any sense to me. And I wasn't crazy about him, anyways. Like he's kind of like just a contested catch guy. And I'd get that they don't have that necessarily on their team, but it's like, man, I bet they could have traded down and got Mike Williams, like. 
late teens. Would you rather have Phillip Rivers than kind of any of the wide receivers? Because you know... I think he's a good, like, 2QB quarterback. You know he hasn't missed a start since 2005? That's insane. Man, he's had, like, 12 kids in between them. That's crazy. <laughs> That's Man. right. He tore it in, like, week 17. Of... Yeah. Uh, he's, like, he's, like, hobbling wait, around on the sideline, and it was like, man, is he okay? I was like, no, he tore his ACL. No. Like, it's like Kobe shooting that free throw. It's just a yeah. freaking ripped out Achilles. If Melvin, if you have the ninth pick in the draft, and it's Melvin Gordon, A.J. Green, or Jordy Nelson? Jordy. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. See, I think you step back from that. Uh, I think I I think dude, you step back I'll from go, that. I did it in my first draft where I just left myself with no running backs. Stuck with old motherfucking Frank Gore who looks like he's his catching mitt face. <laughs> hey, and you know who his looks catching mitt that has caught a hundred fucking heaters. And you know Marlon Mack, their backup running back that they draft is looking good. That's what everyone says. Everyone's like, where's he from? He's from uh and Turban, dude. Don't forget about Turban. Marlon Mack. Uh he's from not UCLA. Man, so I, I should right. probably go pick him up. I have it right here. But the thing South with Florida, the, the thing with Frank Gore is like University. he doesn't get hurt, so he's just gonna keep playing and getting like 15 carries. Oh yeah. And so Marlon Mack's never gonna be able to step in and get like a workhorse role, you know? Agreed. Maybe Frank Gore will get hurt this year. I hope he doesn't. Because you, because you have him. I don't know him as a person. I don't really care. I, I have no. Even if you did, him. yeah. It, maybe it's doing me a favor. Where it's like, oh, like you know that relief drop where you're just like, finally, I can get this guy off my team. Is their defense, the Chargers, good enough to win eight games? Yeah. With the linebacker, if they stay healthy? I mean, everything in football is about staying healthy. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can get to the quarterback. I mean, they got two of the best pass rushers. So they're moving Melvin Ingram to defensive end from outside linebacker. Oh, they are? Yeah. Uh, so he's just going to be – it'll be interesting to see how he defends the run um, because I think outside of Bosa – Who's, who's the interior of their line? Well, they got Leggett's the other defensive end, right? Corey. Corey. Luger. Luger. Uh, they got Brandon Meebane as the nose tackle. They got Melvin Ingram. Oh, Jerry Atacho. Yeah, and I know they lost. And then they got Casey Hayward, the cornerback. They lost Denzel Perriman to an injury. That was a bummer. Man, I got to check my injury reports more often. He's out for like, I don't know, six weeks or something. But Casey Hayward... And Matt Slauson, your bear. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's yeah. on the Chargers. He's old. <laughs> I was about to say, that was 10 years ago that he was on the Bears. All right. Seven and a half wins. See, I think this is a team, though, oh, that... Desmond King? I like that. The beginning of their yeah, what's your schedule, schedule is like? a little difficult. They start off with the Broncos, which is a good defense. At home? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh. They play the Broncos, they play Miami at home, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Giants, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Patriots. So some good defenses. The Giants have a good defense. Kansas City's defense is pretty good. Broncos twice. But then after their bye, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Dude. Cleveland, get... Washington, the Jets. They have to Wowza. play Dallas, but Dallas' defense is shit. So they can put up a bunch of points as well. So there's somebody that can come on in the Playing second it. half. If they go like three and five yeah. in their first eight. Playing the AFC East is so nice. Yeah. You just I, one and three. Or three and one. I could yeah. see them at, I could see them going four and four, five and three. In those first I, eight I like games. Over. Yeah, and then beating one of you know three three teams I mean, in the last eight. 
Took them to win it all. Yeah, 80 to 1. 80 to 1, that, dude. Value that ticket. Hey, those LAC Chargers, baby. Yeah, do you think that'll affect them? Like, everyone has to move this offseason, uproot their families. No, didn't you hear about that? They got um, new fans. Uh, Rivers just didn't move. So he's just going to make the commute and drive every time from San Diego to... Well, he's not driving. He he's not driving. His Uber driver is driving. Oh, that's true. <laughs> man, does he really need to visit his family? That's a lot of travel. Dude, he's Let's got 12 nice kids. Yeah, he's, got, he's got an army. <laughs> he's got a full offensive line and defensive line. <laughs> he doesn't need... Yeah, he doesn't care if they get hurt. He's got people to replace them. Well, I don't like that, man. They play in a small stadium, actually, in L.A. They're not... Because they're not that's playing... That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, it's like a 30,000... That's kind of nice. Stadium. The L.A. fans are going to be the worst. And yeah. I know most of the Charger fans... They're bailing. Yeah, they're not they, going to go up there. Yeah, they don't like – they're like – because I remember I, hey, when I made the bet, I told Tom. I was like, hey, like, I like your squad, like, blah, blah, blah. And he just goes, man, fuck the Chargers. <laughs> like, but you know what? It's not like – I feel like when they were at home games in San Diego, were they really that no, full? It was like the no, wor- it was the worst home it was, field in yeah. the NFL. It's so, like, it's not going to be worse, right? Yeah, you, were, you were just we, down there. We went there. That's why we went. It yeah. was ridiculously cheap seats, and it and was a great time. Qualcomm is a dump. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. So, I think it, they may just get a little invigorated yeah, playing behind I, people that care. Can't be worse. Exactly. So, all right, Chargers. I think I like the over there. It'd be the first time since 2014 they have a, uh, a record over 500. But, I don't know. They've made some some good moves. They drafted well. Their defensive line looks good. And it's really too bad about Forrest Lamp. That's really yeah. too bad because that I think that offensive line was could make some adjust could just make some uh it could have elevated them one level up. Absolutely. Cool. All right, we're done with the Chargers. Then we talked about the Oakland Raiders. Oh, we're on the to Raiders. the Raiders. All right, the Raiders who were having just a great year last year until they had to start Connor Cook. Connor Cook Yikes. after McGloin got hurt. McGloin. When you're sad that McGloin's, and you're like, oh, no, McGloin's out. You're like, oh, you're screwed, dude. Yeah. All right, let's get into the Raiders. They are projected at nine and a half wins this year. They went 12-4 and four last year. I think by most metrics, uh, they are supposed to win the division. And the moves that they made, I mean, the most popular one, they got Marshawn back in the bay. Marshawn, dude. Skittles. Beast Mode is back. Their line is still... Is it the best in the NFL? I mean, it's up there. Donald Penn just ended his holdout, so he's back to practicing. Still got Ozamele. Hudson was great as the center. Newhouse on the right. I mean, they've got a, a good offensive line, yeah. so let's just jump into it. What happens with Marshawn? And I haven't really even been paying attention in preseason if he's been practicing or how he's been running, but how do we think Marshawn's going to do this year? Eric? That's actually a really good point. I haven't seen anything but i just want him to be good is that bad right like i just want bad. him no, to be he's good lovable as shit yeah he's, yeah, a, he's he, awesome he's an awesome awesome personality yeah. he doesn't care about anything i just want him to do well um i don't i don't think i here's the thing i don't think the raiders are gonna ask him to do that much it, i i feel like they are kind of gonna be like okay look we know you're hyped up but we also know your age we actually don't need you kind of like the seattle seahawks needed him right Marshawn Lynch where just like the whole offense revolves around you but it's like man just do your job and Marshawn I think will actually do okay yeah so the first thing I pull up from Roto World is that San Jose Mercury News suggests they could hold him under 200 carries for the year really it's probably the smart play to do he's 31 who's behind him so he still like Dwayne oh, yeah, like, like Richard Jalen Washington DeAndre, DeAndre Washington Dwayne Washington Dwayne Washington. Deon- no, Dwayne Washington's in the Detroit. Yeah, DeAndre, DeAndre Washington. Yeah. Okay. See, so it's like, man, if you have Marshawn go down, we in trouble. Yeah. 
But I mean, at the same time, like he just took a year off, and it's not like he was working out. He was just going around, just <laughs> being Mortal, a celebrity, dude. Playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Jalen Richard and DeAndre Washington both averaged over five yards yeah. a carry last year. Yeah, they're, they're it's not a bad. great offensive True. line. That's the thing, right? So even if they give him 200 carries, I mean, he's gonna get the goal line looks. I think. Oh, absolutely. So that's. It wouldn't shock me if he came away from the season even with 200 carries. If he came away with. 10 touchdowns. You yeah. know what? And you know what Latavius Murray had last year? 207 carries, 13 touchdowns. Ooh. 13. And he wow. led he led the yeah. Oakland Raiders in red zone rushes with 43. So if Marshawn Lynch gets exactly that, would you be happy Ooh. taking him in the third round, second round? Talking myself into Marshawn here. He won in the third round in this draft I just had. Dalvin Cook and Marshawn are going very close to each other right now. Mm. Dalvin or Marshawn? Man, I, I think you Dalvin. go. Because oh, of the 200 really? carries? The limit. Catching balls too. I'd go Marshawn because yeah, you know tough. you know his role, Man, right? That's, that's a, what we that's talked about earlier. It's yeah. like Cook. It's like you just don't know yet. Like you want it to happen, but you don't know yet. Man, he's thirty-one though. Yeah, that's true. But oh, but does he have those young legs? Remember what happened when AP skipped a year, came back and just busted out fourteen hundred yards. Wasn't that wasn't, that, wasn't that that year? Wasn't that off an injury though too? Yeah, I mean he just his body badass. was kind of breaking down in Seattle. Like, the last year he was there, he was averaging, like, 3.7 yards a carry. But that offensive line. It was a line. bad offensive line. Yeah. But, like, still, he was hurt at the same time. You can take a year off. It's like, I was trying to think. It's like, man, it's like us taking a year off of, like, drinking and partying. It's like, yeah, you got some fresh, you got some freshness. You should be but, good. <laughs> but you come back, maybe you're not ready, though. Yeah. <laughs> you, get, you hit the first bar yeah. and you're yeah. Deer in the headlights face down. <laughs> He's like sitting out. Uh, he's sitting out workouts right now. It's like, man, are you gonna be ready for week one to get hit? No. Well, are people ready to hit Marshawn? Let's uh, ask the re- yeah. let's ask the real question. Maybe it's more Honestly. like Tyson getting oh out of jail. God. Maybe it's like that. <laughs> it's like, oh man, linebackers are like, oh god, he's coming. Marshawn's back, y'all. You know, that's one of those. If he hasn't been like, is he gonna get in the third preseason game? Because that's one to watch. That you yeah. just just. Give him the eye test and see how he looks. That's yes. That's true. I don't know if he's playing in the next preseason game. That is definitely something I'll be watching. God, just looking at him, he has the best picture in all of Roto World. You know the one where he's just like staring, <laughs> he's staring off into like space? They're like, look at the camera. And he was just like, no. <laughs> no. no I ain't going to do that. Just take the photo. He's somebody that you maybe you don't want to reach for because you know there's going to be a cap on his number of carries. But he falls. There might not be, though, if, he's, if he, he just goes ham. Well. Yeah, 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 it could. But do you really want to support somebody who's kneeling for the anthem? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yes, 100%. Do you hear when they asked him, they're like, hey, so let's talk about the elephant in the room. And Marshall was like, oh, what? Is there a mouse? Oh, aren't elephants afraid of mice? Yeah, that elephant's out of the room now. And everyone was like, <laughs> like, like Marshall, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man, what? That's why well, there was no elephant in the room like after the most, that. That's it. He's like the most qu- – yeah, that was his point. He's like the most quotable, like most fun-loving guy in the league, and you just got to root for him. I love – I'm, I'm drafting my I almost want Oakland to go to the Super Bowl because media week with Marshawn yeah. before the Super Bowl oh, is, just the, is best. the best media week. It's oh, so much fun. I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's it. Like he just yeah. figures out the best things to say. And the rest, he's just like running around like a student on like a field trip. Like, <laughs> like just got let out of class like – just bouncing around saying stupid shit. So, okay, so we're high on Marshawn. I mean, he's been going pretty high running so that's back all. That's 15. That's it for Oakland, right, guys? <laughs> well, let, let's talk about Derek Carr. 
He got hurt last year. He's fine, though. What did he hurt? His he finger? He looks way better when you got Connor Cook no, coming in knee, after him. No, his knee, man. Did he hurt his knee? Yeah, he hurt his knee. Because he did finish with almost 4,000 yards. Broke his leg, man. Broke his oh. leg. But he didn't tear an ACL or anything. No, no, no. no. But that was more. he's like on the ground. I think someone made a Simba meme with it. Like, he was on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> now, the knock on Oakland a lot of time was that they didn't can he throw deep? They didn't throw the ball down the field. Yeah. Now, is it because they don't have a receiver? They didn't need to. Derek Carr can't. Do you have his numbers from it? Uh, because I know his yards per attempt is something really low, and it's surprising because you're like, man, you got a good offensive line. His yards per attempt is seven, Which and, is and the average is 7.2. Yeah. You just have to see like his percentage of like 20-plus throws compared to the league. I mean, I know it was low. Yeah, well, so he had 50... 20 plus yard pass gains. So he was so a. He had 50? 50, 20 yard passes. Completions. Gains, yeah. And the average was like half that? Yes. I don't know. I mean, Amari was a little disappointing. I took him. I thought he was going to break out. This might be his breakout year. Who knows? He's still a good. He was still the 17th wide receiver in PPR. Um, He had five touchdowns. Do you know how. You know how. Uh, he only had five touchdowns, huh? You know how Amari was on red zone targets? Five for 13? Zero for 13. Oh! Yeah, the goose egg. That's worse than Kobe Fleener. I mean, that just has to, that's just going to change, right? Has to, right? Seth Roberts had more red zone targets, targets than Amari yeah. Cooper. And a lot more t- a lot more touchdowns. Why? He probably can't separate. I guess they're all going to Crabtree, though. Who knows? Yeah, Crabtree. They're all just going to Crabtree. I think it is just that separation. It's like, in the red zone, you just need to be able to catch those uncatchable balls, essentially, yeah. right? So for the first two seasons receiving, only eight wide receivers have had more yards than him. So it's like he's getting getting yards. So that's at least safe. So he is probably a candidate for that third-year wide receiver breakout because that's normally like when wide receivers make like a big jump. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I could see him. Where's he going in drafts? It's crazy because the – the Raiders threw so many passes with inside the five, uh, alone to Crabtree and Roberts, and between Crabtree, Roberts, Amari Cooper, and Clive Walford, they had twenty passes within the inside the five, and I think those they converted like four touchdowns. It would seem to me that Marshawn is where he could really help them in the red zone, just because Crabtree was four of six within the five, four of those being touchdowns. The other. The other three guys, Roberts, Cooper, and Andre Holmes, scored three touchdowns on 15 targets. And you know how Marshawn Damn. feels about running the ball. Inside in the, the five. And yeah, he's like, give me that. Right? And Latavius, Don't make me retire again. Latavius Murray got 18 carries with, with inside the five. So I think, man, if Marshawn, if they're going to be work, running that offense again, and I don't see why their offense should change in terms of moving the ball or anything yeah, like no, that. Yeah, no, it, was it should be the same again. So, man, I'm... Just talking myself into Marshawn so hard. But Amari, where's Amari going? You have the list right there, JD? So I was just going to ask you, would you rather have Amari or Doug Baldwin? Doug Baldwin. Uh, see, I think I'd rather have Amari. Ooh. See, because I was kind of thinking, I was like, man, I think I'd rather have Amari. And I went and looked back in my draft, and Amari went before Doug. So I didn't have that option. Amari went 18th overall. 18th overall. That's right after high. DeAndre Hopkins. I think I would rather have Amari than DeAndre Hopkins. Fantasy Pros has him at 24 overall. 10th wide receiver. I mean, you could f- factor in like maybe five or six for keepers. Yeah. But, Fair. But, but he's going around 18, which 
I mean, this is his third year, which is like you said, where they typically break out. Because he had 141 targets. I can't believe that Crabtree beat him out on targets. Dude, Crabtree Touchdowns. Sick. Rating. Man. He didn't, on yards per attempt, he didn't. So Amari's still the one that he's throwing deeper to, which makes sense. Yeah. He's just got to be able to complete on more of those. Man, did you see Crabtree in the last preseason game? What do you do? Oh, no. Oh, he shook somebody. Oh, I did he see left, that. Dude, just left oh, them, like, flat on their man. face. Yeah. yeah, his ankle was Man, he's gone. still, like, one of the best route runners. So where's Crabtree going, then? Maybe Crabtree's still to play. I think we've gone to, would you rather have so-and-so or Crabtree? Like, maybe yes. six or seven times. And every time it's like, I don't know. But he's 40. safe. It's like, do you want upside or do you want a guy who's going to catch you 80 balls and eight touchdowns? 46 overall, by the way, for Crabtree. I mean, Crabtree in the fifth as your second or third wide receiver is not bad. Solid play. It's would, just unexciting. Third, would you, ha- would nice you have play. Crabtree as your second or Amari as your first? Second for Crabtree. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right? I feel way more comfortable Get with a that. running back in the second, grab like shit. Yeah. All right, Jared Cook, is he any good? Nope. Did they actually go back in tight end by picking him up? No. Wait, compared to no, he's better Clive? 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 Are we talking about Clive? 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 Or, talking about Clive? <laughs> or Michael uh, Michael Rivera they had for a little oh bit. My oh, gosh. I forgot about Michael Rivera. They had Michael Rivera. Rivera All right. Did you pick up Rivera in your league? I got him. Is there nothing for Jared Cook even? He had a good year by his standards, but I feel like Jared Cook's the tight end that for eight years we've all been saying, you know, if he just had a good, good setup because he was on the Rams forever, then he went to the Packers and he had an okay year. Had a good year. Well, yes. Probably got him paid. Yeah. That's, yeah. Does he have any value with Oakland? Oakland doesn't use the tight end, man. That's the problem. Clive Walford had 54 targets last year, three touchdowns. He was the only tight end over 50 targets. Clearly, he's not a red zone target, and we talked ourselves out of anyone being a red zone target besides Marshawn Lynch. So it's like, man, what are you fighting for then? I think Michael Crabtree, Amari Cooper, and Marshawn, I think I would like to get one of those just because it seems to me that I feel like the Oakland Raiders offense, I don't even know how fast they move, but it just seems like they're going to score a lot of points to me. I had no idea how bad Jared Cook's numbers were last year. See, I mean, they're not great. So I guess he only started five games. Who's starting there? Who, in Green Bay? Yeah. Um, he played in ten games. He started five. But, man, 377 yards and one touchdown. Oh, that's shit. Right? Dude, but then he just— Richard Rodgers? Dude, then he just crushed the playoffs, though. In three playoff games, he had 32 targets, oh, he 18 had... catches, and 229 yards yeah, and two touchdowns. he had that catch against the Cowboys. I just remembered it. That yeah, that was the burn, dude. That was the burn earlier. Oh, the burn that went over everyone's head, and I burned myself. God, that was the burn? Yeah. That's the best burn. I don't even want to Look at that. Yeah, it's like oh, I wish you guys could delayed see burn. Now. It, yeah, this is... It's like a white-hot burn where it's like he doesn't even realize he got burned, and then he... Wakes up and he's got a blister. He's got a like, nice little blister. <laughs> and it's just Jerry Cook's face. <laughs> just the worst. Just one of those like those cow tattoos people get. Oh, yeah, the, the scarring where it's, it's like, not no, the What are you doing? Yeah. I'm being a man, dude. Cordero Patterson on the Raiders, by the way. Well, Don't we didn't forget. I was trying to get a whole pod of that guy. bringing him up. Man, I lost a bet to that. Yeah. Ooh, what was that? Corey <sighs> Smith. Cordell Patterson, all-purpose yards. Hey, it's poopers. like, why don't you guys pick some good receivers to bet on? It's more fun that way, yeah. huh? <laughs> it was sad. Actually, isn't it, isn't it more fun when you're just betting two terrible guys? That's Cause then, I was like, Because then when Tori catches his one ball of the game, you're just like, oh, oh good it's yards. Yards. Here we go. <laughs> Man, everyone's talking about Tori's going to be like, oh. The man. The resurgence the man. in Philly. It's like, oh. 
or is he just not good? Yeah, no, he's not good. He's man. not good. Man. The Raiders, are they going to win the AFC West? Man, give me the Broncos. Wow, the Broncos aren't last anymore. Yeah, are they, they are. tied for last. It's plus, I can't see. It's plus 175 for the Raiders. Oh, plus not in order. 260. Yeah, plus 260 for yeah, the Chiefs, is. 350 for the Chargers, 360 yeah, for the Broncos. The Chargers aren't last. Bro, the Broncos are last. Yeah. Ooh, go Chiefs, maybe? Uh, the Chargers aren't last. Oh, I thought he's, okay, I thought he's the Broncos. Anyway, <laughs> this is one of the closest. I take, I take the Chargers for value. Um, Raiders D is trash, too. The Raiders defense is trash. It's trash. It's Khalil Mack. And that's it. And that's it. They it's have like, no, oh my gosh, Khalil, no please do something. Defensive <laughs> line, no linebackers. Yeah. Yeah, they got Bruce Irvin, but he old. Oh, Bruce Irvin's okay. Uh, yeah. They got Reggie Nelson. He old. Reggie Nelson. Oh, nah. Curtis Joseph? Chris Joseph. Um, uh, they, and they drafted a ton. Carl of, Joseph. Carl Joseph, excuse me. And then they drafted a ton of uh, defensive guys. That's good. I mean, maybe if you got some young you guys. You got to hope. In. You have to hope. But I've just been hearing that just from the preseason games. It looks pretty rough out there. The defense? Yeah. So then that means... Just throwing two guys at Khalil. Yeah. So, and he's beating two guys. Yeah, he's, so, he's so good. In still one of the preseason games, they threw two guys. I think it was actually two tight ends. And he... And they're like, you know, 260 each. And he just splits them and just throws them both <laughs> off and just plants Jared Goff. And it's just like, dear it's what God. That's what he does. That's why, you're the, that's why you're the best, dude. So then, do you think that the Raiders are going to come back down from twelve and four, yeah, and yeah. finish something like nine and seven, nine eight and, seven. and eight, eight and eight, nine and seven? Because the defense did they have an easy schedule last year? How did they get to twelve wins? So they got. Well, I remember, to that, I remember that first game against the Saints in New Orleans. Oh, oh, was it? Did, did it all start when they went for two? Oh, Is that that what? game? Yeah, oh, the Jack Del Rio. <laughs> Call him the. I forgot about that. Throw those nuts on the table, Jack. Yeah. That's how you win over your team right there. Yep. That was pretty sick. On the road, in the dome. That was like, dope. Man, let's just win this and get out of here. Morn was really upset. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm the sure bar went so quiet. Anyways, they, how they got there, man, they won six in a row. I mean, they lost to the Falcons, beat the Titans, beat the Ravens by one, uh, beat the Chargers by three. It's probably one of those games the Chargers just pissed away. Lost to the Chiefs. Beat the Jags, beat the Bucks in OT, beating the Broncos. That's a nice win at home. Not last year. What? Not last year. The Broncos weren't that good last year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, I'm looking at this more and more. The Raiders might fall back down to earth. I think that's what people are kind of predicting. And so, would you go? So, if the Raiders come down, you're a little higher on the Chargers, obviously. And then it's between the Chiefs and the Broncos. Do you think the Chiefs take a step up? It, we were just talking about it. It seems like they take a step. It's like I'm down on everybody in this division. But I feel like the Chiefs can get except 10. The except the Chargers. Yeah. I, think I feel you know like the Chiefs can get 10. And 10's going to win it. It could very well win it. This could be a division. They probably have the best coach. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Chargers. Getting, they got a new coach. Anthony Lynn, the yeah, new offensive coordinator. From, uh, Buffalo. Yeah, that's good for that Melvin That could be Gordon. good for Melvin, yeah. Uh, some numbers for Amari Cooper. Over his last eight, eight games last year, he averaged 45.8 yards. Ooh. In the first eight games of last year, he had 98.4. Ooh. In the last 10 outings for Oakland, Michael Crabtree out-targeted him seven times. Yeah. I'm not touching Amari Cooper until, yeah. he, until he shows up in the until touchdowns. Show, yeah. Because with Marshawn in there now within the five, Crabtree just will take all the targets. Maybe he's building a little bit more rapport like with Derek Carr. a little higher than he should, right? Cooper? Yeah. Yeah. And remember, it's like I said, Amari or Doug Baldwin. It's like, man, give me Doug Baldwin, yeah, who's been exactly. doing it for the last three years. 
Yeah, I changed my mind on that. He's like the best pass catcher in the NFL. And he knows Russell. And has a better quarterback. He yeah, he likes better Wilson. connection. He yeah. likes Wilson. Yeah. All right. Who look, Wilson looks for, like, yeah. when they're in, on the 10-yard line. Would you ever? All right. So, we're, are we done with the Raiders? They're kind of about nine. I'm not going to bet nine and a half under or over, but they might come back down to earth. I wish some of these divisional odds were better, but the Broncos to win the NFC, the AFC West at plus 360 is not bad. Even the Chargers at plus 350. I kind of like that Ooh. one. Might go Chargers. Take Char- those, Chargers Super Bowl. Take that juice. I might take that juice. Anything else Chargers on the Raiders? Well, all right. Give me give me your rundown for Coos on the Raiders. How's the season going to go for Coos? What do you mean? Like just because he's a, he's our Raider boy. No, and Kalira, Speak to dude. Him. And Kalira, Kalira has Jay Sean at his spot every Sunday to watch the Raiders. Are they going to be a happy Jay Sean and Coos? Yeah, I mean, like you can say about any freaking team in the NFL. If the offense stays healthy, that's a top five offense in the NFL. Uh, if you march on, he could run for a thousand yards easy. He could average five a carry easy. They got two good backups. Don't know if they have is. Sorry, did we talk about is uh, who's the guy getting the red zone looks? Seth Roberts. Seth Roberts. Is he still there? He's still there. Okay, so they kept the whole offense pretty much intact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they definitely upgraded at running back. I mean, I think that's just obvious. Marshawn could do it. Go through their schedule. I like I like Derek Carr. Now, the one thing they did you know the Raiders last year in one score games went nine and two. So that's what I was gonna say. Like just going through, like because they could easily be they, they go six and five in those games, yeah. and they're and they're a nine and seven team, right? Totally different. They have a very easy schedule to start. They get to play Tennessee, and then the Jets, Washington. They get Denver, the Broncos, and they get Chargers, Chiefs, Buffalo, Miami. And that's their first nine weeks. Not terribly hard. Denver and the Ravens. But that, yeah, Denver and the Ravens. I mean, they could start five and zero. They could. They could also get through their first nine with like a five and six and three record. Man, that's a pretty nice. Man, that that's hype, a pretty nice schedule. That hype train is going to be out of control. Mar- yeah. Those it's rush defenses aren't great. And then, of course, after the bye, they get the Patriots and the Broncos, then the Giants, then that, the Chiefs. That first place schedule. That first place schedule. So. It'll be it'll be tough, but I mean they could win some games. The offense is intact, but I guess it'll be whether or not they can stop anybody. Yeah, the AFC West is going to be an interesting one. Other than that, any any other notes on the AFC West? All right, we're done with the AFC West. Thanks for listening.